Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. We're joined this morning by one of our favorite guests of the show, Congressman Mark Alford. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Alex? Doing very well. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Sergio. I got a little snow there. Yeah, we did. Yeah, um, it came on big old chunks. Kids were out of school yesterday, but it's um, it, it, I, I guess it's still on the ground, but it's it's getting it's not going to be there much longer. We got some warm weather on the way. So, what about out there in D.C.? How's the weather? Well, I am uh, just south of Kansas City right now. I'm flying back today. I was here. Uh, big had a town hall meeting last night. Uh, kind of a town hall meeting in Cash County. We were practicing the caucus. Uh, that's happening March 2nd. And, you know, this is a lot different than the primary we've had in the past for the presidential primary. And so we practiced the caucus. I gave a little uh, update from Washington uh, to the great folks there in Cass County. And uh, off we go today back to Washington. Okay. Well, give us a little update. What's happening there in D.C.? Well, look, right now the Senate's voting on the supplemental aid package, uh, some $90 billion of aid to Ukraine, Israel, uh, Indo-PACOM, but it's leaving out one very important thing, and that's border security. And we are very concerned, the speaker's concerned, that uh, without border security, an aid package is not going to pass. One thing that I heard loudly and clearly last night in Cass County, which I agree with, we don't need any more aid for Ukraine until we get some answers as to what is the end game, what does victory look like, how much more time and money are we going to have to invest in this endeavor. Uh, we've got to have, we've got it. Here's the basic thing, Alex. We've got to secure our own border and our own government before we start trying to secure another government and another border. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of people are. I, I myself, I'm there. Like I'm not against Ukrainian aid because I do see how we are decimating the Russian army without sending a troop over there with, you know, just a little bit of money. So it's not the money. It's the timing of it. And it's the priorities. Like, why are we not, you know, the Senate, they stuck around to vote on this foreign aid package, but they won't stick around and do some work to um, secure our border. They won't take up you guys' house bill that you sent over there. What's going on? That's that's frustrating to the American people. Well, it's kind of like a game of ping pong. And, and we served something up early on to aid Israel. We had $14.3 billion. We took money back from the IRS they were going to use to hire these thousands of IRS agents to sick on the everyday American, take that money back and pay for aid to Israel. The Senate won't take it up. Uh, so many things that we have passed, the border security bill, we've been over this, we, we sent it in May. Uh, Chuck Schumer's had it since May to actually secure the border, not with these triggers of 5,000 people in a day before you do anything about it. And yet the Senate refuses to take that up or pass it because the president, you know, they try to blame it on Trump, this gaslighting uh, and lies that, well, Trump doesn't want it uh, border secure now because he wants to use it as a political uh, point in the campaign. That is not true. Right. We, we sent this over well before Trump got involved in this and said anything. Well, also, we can't allow 1.8 million people to come across before we start to do something. The American people see through that. Yeah. You know, the American people, I have faith in the American people and, uh, What's good about this whole process, even though it's long and drawn out and people are getting frustrated, I think the media is starting to wake up as well. If you look at some of the coverage on the mainstream media, the legacy media, uh, they're starting to get the picture that, look, a couple of things are happening. 
We definitely need to secure the border. Mayorkas has been lying to us. The president has been lying to us. And so something must be done because it's tearing apart at the fabric of America. Uh, our great cities like New York, Chicago, all these so-called sanctuary cities that are now having financial stress of this. But the other thing the media is waking up is to the incompetence of Joe Biden. His mental frailty, his mental acuity is lacking, and that is a threat to our democracy in that uh, other nations are watching. You know, it's not just Americans who watch the news clips of Joe Biden being uh, barely able to get his words out or bar- barely able to walk. Xi Jinping's watching. The mullahs in Iran are watching. Putin's watching. Our adversarial nations are watching. Yeah, and that is the reality of it, and they know, and they we project weakness to them. And it's not that we are weak, but we project it because our leader seems to be there. Um, I, one other question on this Senate bill that passed. It looks like that there were 22 Republicans who voted yes for this aid. It, it ended up, the final vote was 70 to 29 now. Um, Bernie Sanders and a couple other senators, the Democrat senators, did not go along with it. So it's going to come to the House. What do you think it's going to? What do you think is going to happen with that? Well, look, Mike Johnson put out something last night, basically saying, uh, not threatening to shut it down, but basically saying, if it doesn't have border security in it, uh, it's it's kind of a no go. Now. What could happen is what's called a discharge position, where if you get 218 people to sign off on this, and that's going to be Democrats and Republicans, they can do an end run around the leadership, an end run around any committee, and bring it to the House floor after a, a short period of time for it to sit there and kind of gel and, and for them to get the votes uh, to make it pass. Uh, there are enough people, uh, I believe, in the House especially for Ukraine, to get the aid to Ukraine and Israel, for that matter. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen. This is a very interesting time in Congress, but we have so much work to do. And they keep sending us home, which I'm I'm disturbed about. I love being back in our district. We've been over this before. But we have now well over 140 days that we could have been back in Washington working on these matters, getting the four appropriation bills done that we still don't have done from last year. And now we've got to start on the budget process again for 2025. Yeah. And so it's just it's kind of a snowball. Uh, at the same time, it's like walking in, in molasses or quicksand. So when you guys um, come back and then when you're going to be asked to take up this bill, don't we have another, um, I mean, the, 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 the budget bill? I mean, we, the CR is going the to be expiring. The ticking. And when does it expire? Uh, is it February? Is it ninth? When, when, am I wrong? When is that it, the bill uh, March, the beginning of March. And what they've done now is they have changed our calendar. We were supposed to be off uh, the end of February, February 27th, 8th, and 9th. This is a leap year this year. And they are, are going to have us work on those days. And it's not to get, I, I don't think it's to get the work done to pass these appropriation bills because no one's talking about these appropriation bills right now. I think it's to have us back to vote on another continuing resolution. That we cannot keep doing this. We cannot have another CR. Yeah. You've been saying it forever and we appreciate you because you really represent the values of us here in Missouri. But, um, this is where people get frustrated with, with politics, with Congress, with um, the Senate, because they're, we look at it and we go, come on. Like, we all see this stuff coming. How come you guys don't see it coming? And what's going to happen? And it just seems like everything gets gridlocked. So what do you say about that? 
Well, it is frustrating. I didn't realize how bad it was until I got up there. You know, I, I've been up there over a year now, and uh, I went up there pretty starry-eyed, and I hadn't spent much time in the Capitol. I'd seen, from my perspective, being in the news media for 35 years, some of the dysfunction, but it's not till you really get up there. And I think that's what the people, you know, people y'all like to use the word swamp. I think it's, it's that's kind of what they're talking about, the slog that we're going through. Uh, it's it just it's a non-functioning body, and I don't really know uh, except for the my one vote and the influence I can have as a freshman in the media and uh, on the hill talking to my uh, especially freshman brothers and sisters. Um, how do we get things going again? How do we make changes to Washington towards actually functioning? We still have the farm bill that w- yeah. we have to pass. It expires in October. And we've got to get that done for the American people. We've got to make sure our farmers and ranchers are secure. We've got to make sure that our we are able to feed the nation and the world. This is so important. And yet we have these uh, these forces at work that for some reason don't want to get this done. Yeah, Congressman, thanks for your time this morning. Have a good um, day and keep us posted. Alex, God bless. Love you guys. Take care. God bless. Hey, that's Congressman Mark Alford. Next, we're going to have top three stories of the hour. And then at 730, Colonel Scott McChrystal, Wake Up Springfield. Stick around.